Welcome to Off the Cuff with SDJ, a podcast about everyday life from the spiritual, the physical, and the metaphysical perspective. Each week, I'll bring you episodes that have a casual, laid-back, informal, and spontaneous look at this thing we call life. I'm Sunny Don Johnston. Now let's get started. Hello, 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 friends. Welcome to Off the Cuff with SDJ. That is me, Sunny Don Johnston. Hello, friends. Welcome. So glad that you are here with me today. Come on in. Say hello. Let me know that you're with me. You can hear me okay. You can see me okay. I have a great guest to introduce you to today. So um, we are going to be talking about Enneagrams. And if you haven't heard about Enneagrams, then you are going to want to tune in. If you have heard, then we're going to teach you a little bit more about them. And uh, you may want to take a moment and tag somebody that you know might be interested in learning about this. You can just hit that little share button at the bottom and share it with your communities on your pages. Or you can just tag somebody directly and say, hey, you're not going to want to miss this conversation. So we're going to be talking about Enneagrams and Rosemary Hurwitz is going to actually share with you a little bit about my Enneagram so you guys can, you know, use your own discernment to see if you think that it's on or not. Okay. So come on in, friends. Hey, Della. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Trisha. Hey, Kathy. Hi, Roseanne and Nicole and Jenny. Hey, Serata, Kathy. Good to see all you beautiful souls. Come on in. Hello, hello. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Teresa. Hi, Jenny. Hello, Michelle. Awesome. Good to see you guys. Okay, so yeah, so we're going to be talking about Enneagrams today. As many of you know, um, uh, my multidimensional cards came out, and I am pulling a card every single day during Off the Cuff. So I'm going to give you your card message for the day, and then we are going to introduce our guest, Rosemary Hurwitz. All right, here we go. Your card for the day. Ooh, okay. So your card for the day is the ones, one, one, one. The message is all about paying attention to your thoughts, um, new beginnings and new opportunities, being independent and focused on what it is you want to start in your life. Great, great message and a great way to segue into our interview. So let me go ahead and bring Rosemary on. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hi, Sunny. I'm great. And I'm so happy to be with you. Happy to have you here with us, my friend. I know lots of people that are going to be excited to learn more about the Enneagram. Great. I'm. It's my passion and I'm so thrilled to share it. I love it. All right, honey, I'm going to start by just, I want to read your bio so people know a little bit about you and who you are, and then we will dig into the details, okay? All righty. All right, so Rosemary Hurwitz is a passionate, um, she's passionate about the inner directed life and found the focus for it in the time-honored Enneagram, a personality to higher consciousness tool. Since her certification in 2001, She has studied, taught, and coached clients on self-awareness and emotional wellness with the Enneagram and the intuitive process. She is an accredited professional member of the International Enneagram Association. Rosemary teaches at the Theosophical Society of America, The Present Moment, Be Optimal in Chicago, and of course, like we all teach these days, online. Author of 10 inspirational anthologies on Amazon, the latest, The Courageous Heart, Finding Strength 
in difficult times. And she's also written a book, Who You Are Meant to Be, The Enneagram Effect. All right, my friend, welcome, welcome, welcome. So Rosemary, you got to tell us first, how did you stumble across Enneagrams? How did you get interested in it? Where did it start for you? Because I know you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, I think it probably was something that I made a sacred contract uh, with God about. I don't really know for sure, but um, I I was pretty much preparing myself for it my whole life. But um, fast forward to college freshman year, I wanted to be a nurse, I thought, and no, I didn't. I didn't have all the science and the mind and all of that. And I just was second guessing terribly. And I, I kind of fell apart as a college freshman. I had a clinical depression. I really um, was in a dark night. Um, I was in a psychiatric hospital for three months, but I would come home on the weekends. And I, I'm so grateful that I can talk about it so openly, like at mm-hmm. that time. I was just felt like a leper, you know, because mental and emotional illness or any problems were just so shoved under the rug and not in my family. My my dad was a professor and he was very bright and he said, she's not well to my mom. And, and my mom was like, we can just pray. And, and my dad was like, no, we, she needs some help. And we, you know, I was kind of curled up in the fetal position every night going to sleep. I didn't have any appetite. I was all the symptoms of depression, couldn't sleep. And I had a very fruitful experience. I met this man and he said, what's the matter? Are you a little confused? And I felt like a house fell off my back, you know. Um, But when my dad came to pick me up at the college, he said in his professorial but really loving voice, what seems to be the problem? And I said, I don't know who I am. And he said, you're a child of God. And I said, I don't know what that means. And I didn't. And that was sort of the descent. And I worked very hard at, uh, you know, my own core, because really what that meant was lots of kids fall apart in college. They don't want to major in what they're majoring in or whatever, but they don't, meaning they they change majors, but they don't fall apart. Mm -hmm. I did. And so what did that say about me at that time? It said I didn't have a strong enough core. It didn't. I didn't have enough self-awareness. I didn't have enough self-sense of self. I didn't have all that. And a lot of kids didn't. They went and did drugs or whatever. I didn't do that. I just, as P- Pima Chodron says, I fell apart, but I, I it what falls away comes back, you know, in a bigger way. So I had a wonderful, fruitful, amazing experience, like Alice in Wonderland, I say, going opening door after door after door. And I never looked back in terms of all the psychological and spiritual gifts that had come my way. Mm -hmm. So now I do finish college in communications, find the love of my life, have my four children. And when Caitlin, our youngest, is in kindergarten, my husband, well, I decide to go back and get a Master of Arts at Loyola University in Chicago uh, in pastoral studies. My husband, Dale, and I had done um, retreats for the engaged that was patterned after marriage encounter. And we'd, we, we'd been doing that for many, many years at that point. And we got so much out of it that I think that was calling me. You know, I was in human resources, corporate recruiting, but I made a conscious career change. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what happened. I got this master's degree going and I, you know, the first course that had what I call neon around it for me, I loved all my classes in pastoral studies, but the Enneagram 
and the certification that came with it to coach and teach with it was very powerful. And I came home and I said, I was on fire. And I was like, oh my God, I have to work with this tail. It's like so amazing. And he goes, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, well, thanks for all the support. First of all, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to work with it. And I'm going to listen to this little voice. And I don't know, I'm going to take it to whoever will have me. And I've taken it to living rooms and cruise ships and everywhere in between. Corporate. Yeah, I was going to say, it's worked pretty well for you for the last 20 years, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So why don't you explain I'm, to our audience, Rosemary? Yeah. I'm the, what? I want to say it's the powerful thing. I'm just the instrument. Sure. Sure. So explain to our audience what an Enneagram is. So people, cause I know a lot of people, um, um, just out in even mainstream, uh, world now talk about the Enneagram. I've seen yeah. A lot of people that, that have a lot of religious influence that talk about the Enneagram. So can you explain to our audience what, in simplest terms, what it is and, and why it's useful? Okay, first I'm going to answer that and show you because sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. Um, the Enneagram, Ennea means nine in Greek. Gram means point or written. So it's something that has been written to us. So I actually am going to show you while I talk. Is this backwards to you, though? No, it comes in right, but it, but I can't see the whole thing. No. Okay. Well, let me get back a little there bit. There you go. So what I, am, what I am showing you is the Enneagram symbol. Ennea means nine in Greek. So there are nine universal personality points that you can see on this star within the the circle. The Enneagram, um, the, the heart of it, or the soul of it, I don't want to say the heart, the soul of it is that there is a wellness map for each of us in our home, our type. Okay. We, it's a holistic system. We're all these types. We're the good reformer. We're the loving giver. We're the adventure, the effective achiever, the original, the wise observer, we're the loyal skeptic, we're the jo- the joyful adventurer, the powerful protector, and the peaceful mediator, meaning we share aspects of all those um, types within our... Sure. However, we have our home, this wisdom says, in one type. And there are wings. The wings are the next door neighbors of the type. So if you're a seven, which is what Sonny's type and my type is, the joyful adventurer, with the, you can see that there are between seven, next to seven, uh, is um, six and eight. So you you have you have to think two wings to fly, but one is tends to be dominant. Um, so I have seen people, many people that have sort of equal parts both wing influence on their core personality type. However, most often one wing is dominant. So you have an eight wing, as I recall. Mm -hmm. You are a seven joyful adventurer with an eight powerful protector wing. When you are safe and centered, this wisdom says, each type, but I'll refer to Sunny at this point, each type receives when they're centered from a corresponding type. It's kind of law of attraction-y in that like attracts like. So when you're centered and you're secure, you receive, this wisdom says, from the high side of five, Sonny, and you see that you become, so the wise observer floods into you. 
The wise observer is the one who sees the big picture, who is less, who is non-judgmental, who, and, and again, you can go to the high and low side of all these types because we're human and we're complex, but yeah. wisdom says we're looking at patterns here and your pattern in this life. And it's freeing to know this because it makes sense. You kind of go, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing or why I should or might be doing what I would be doing when you know yourself really well. So yeah. the wise observer graces you or gifts you your joyful enlightenment when you are secure and safe and centered when you are stressed, which you will be, and I will because we're human, you will then, this wisdom says, go to the low side of type one and get maybe righteous or perfectionistic or have overly high expectations of yourself and others. And everybody has a sunny side and a shadow side. Mm -hmm. These challenges that each type has are like helpful because why do you want to know what you look like in, you know, your at your, in your shadow side so that you can more easily navigate through it the next time sure. you're up there. Right. Mm -hmm. So sure. that was a little longer, <clears throat> but it's a complex, wonderful, um, what am I say a paradigm. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 you know, if, if somebody said to me, you have to tell me in one line what it is, it's a personality to essence system beautiful beautiful so when you so i'm a, i'm number seven and i am a joyful adventurer with an eight powerful protector wing with a powerful protector wing. So that's kind of the strongest basically like the strongest attributes that are coming through right so people are asking like how do you know what number you are so it's a whole it's like a whole process like i remember it's a, a quiz like there's a whole bunch of questions right yeah you did you took a very comprehensive one that's only 20 minutes long but you get a comprehensive reading if they want to get started for free on my website is a complimentary discernment quiz it's also in the back of my book who you are meant to be the enneagram effect and then you discern your personality type and then you read about it in the book so it's mm -hmm. very that's another way to or you can, you know, have a session, whatever, but we can get to all of that. You're the interviewer, so I get very passionate. So I'll be <laughs> so yeah. spirit spirit driven living, spirit driven living is the name of Rosemary's website. So you can go there and you can take the quiz that's there to give you um, uh, a, an idea of, of what you are. You can also get um, a reading where actually you can go through and really fine tune, you take the quiz and then she'll tell you exactly what it means, how it shows up on your sunny side and your not so sunny side. Because I think that, you know, when you're a joyful adventurer like I am and like you are, um, the, 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 the opposite side, the stormy side um, shows up as, did you say perfectionism? Or think over, because one time I had a seven and she was like, I don't feel like I'm that much of a perfectionist, but I get overly high expectations running mm -hmm. for myself and others sometimes. Yeah. Sure. You, gotta, you know, it's, you got to flesh it out a little bit, you know? Right. And the Enneagram, the reason it's so well received is because it's almost like an emotional MRI. The one I gave Sunny, it not only shows you what your, what your core personality type is and who you receive from when you center all these gifts that you receive it, you know you learn about your own gifts and your challenges and why these challenges come up for you in life is because you are 
in this place of shadow. You are in this place of, of um, everybody has an emotional passion. So the emotional passion for the seven is, and these aren't to be taken literally like it's not about food. It's So the emotional passion is gluttony, but it just means we can get a lot of much running. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, it's we, we, everybody has an emotional passion and everybody has an area of avoidance and the area of avoidance for type seven is limits. We don't love limits. Pain. Oh, hell yeah. I'm in. That's me too. Like you tell me I can't do something and I'm going to show you 10 different ways that I can. Yep. That is absolutely truth right there. Anybody that knows me knows that. And we're sort of like Tinkerbell, meaning we love the light. We love the light. Mm -hmm. But any one of these personalities that digs in their heels and sort of becomes a caricature of their own personality, they're very disconnected from their spirit then. So when we know what it looks like and we know what our, we're very jiggy with, you know, our, our Enneagram that this reading and we, 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 it's almost like an emotional MRI because it shows you every one of those nine aspects that's within you, do you come from the resourceful side? Mm -hmm. Meaning the, the sword that's reconnected to their very source? Right. Resourceful. Or do you come from the less resourceful side where you're disconnected from your... Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. a, it's a very, very profound and powerful thing when you're ready to do it. And if you're not really... It can, it, it, I said, Sunny's focus has so been with the angelic realm and so many other beautiful things, but this merges with that. Absolutely. I've always known that when I've seen you and, you know, we've been together. So, um, so let you want to go, should we try to go for another type just to so sure. else? Yeah. Give an example. Anybody in the, in the, in the chat or the audience, or whatever that wants, if they want, if they have a sense of what they might be and they'd like me to go over that type. Let's see. Cause I think some of them know that. So there's one gal, Angie says she's a seven two. So she already knows her. So if you do know your Enneagram, just go ahead and share with us what it is. And we'll, and we'll have her, um, we'll have Rosemary share a little bit about that one. So Angie says, um, that she's a seven also the Epicurean. Yeah. That's another way of saying the joyful, different authors have yep. um, synonyms. So sure. the, power, the boss, it's the eight is also called the boss, mm -hmm. is also called the good reformer, is also called the perfectionist. The three okay. effective achiever is also called the performer. So mm -hmm. yeah, that happens. Okay. Now um, we have one, Barbara Stillman, she's a two. Okay, that's the loving giver. So what happens with the loving giver? Remember I said, every, but first of all, the loving giver and the joyful type brings to the table. The joyful, we should say, brings joy, right? That's why we're the joyful type. We we say things like, can't this life be a little bit fun, you know? And we have all these different ways of showing that. The loving giver is about the other. If you remember one thing about the loving giver, remember that they are about the other. Now, if you do that to a fault and you ignore your needs, which is their area of avoidance, they avoid their own needs and their emotional passion is pride. So if that all goes into an extreme, it runs into its opposite. It's really not loving at all or giving at all, right? It, it usually gets disappointed that others aren't loving the way I love, God damn it, you know? And then they go to the low side of eight. They receive, that is to say, law of attraction 
wise, they are already disconnecting within their own gifts. Now this Enneagram wisdom says, you're going to, you're going to attract in this low side of eight on top of that. And you're going to not only be, um, disconnected from the balance of giving and receiving, Mm -hmm. which is your goal. You're going to be disconnected from that and you're going to get disappointed and you're going to get resentful and you're, cause you've given too much. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you avoid your own needs. You get pride running old stories that say, unless you give your nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. give, give, give to a fault. We were all, lots of us were raised with that. And so it is my joy to tell loving givers that self-care is incredibly important for like all, critical. but particularly for them because mm-hmm. they get anxiety around their own needs and what ends up happening is they just end up in somebody else's backyard and that codependence happens mm-hmm. when they're yeah. not emotionally healthy when they're very emotionally healthy they say things like sorry let me think about it no can't do that no got to talk to my family got to sit on my hands when everybody's asking me to volunteer all the time, all those things, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's not my work when your teenager is having a cow and wants to blame you. Sorry. It's not my work. You know, uh, all these healthy things that we learn to, to know. Sure. So you guys, again, you can go to spirit and you can take the quiz and that will give you some insight into what, your um, Enneagram is, and then you can learn more about it. You can, you can always get a session. You can read the books, take the classes. So, but if you go to spirit driven, um, driven living, you'll be able to get more information there for sure. And remember her book, who are you meant to be the Enneagram effect? Who are you meant to be the Enneagram effect, which I assume you can get on Amazon. Yes. And it's it was bestseller for a good while. I just want to add one thing, if I can, that's very helpful. If people have questions about their type when they're at spiritdrivenliving.com and they're trying to discern, there's a question box. And you can ask me. But this is a very helpful thing to know. So the Enneagram can be divided into three triads. And I want you to make an arc above eight, nine, and one, the powerful type. I'm just going to shorten these uh, descriptors, the powerful type, the peaceful type, and the good or the good reformer. Those types are, these are um, gut types. The two, the loving giver, the three, the effective achiever, and the four, the original or called the romantic, they are heart types. And the five, the wise observer, the six, the the loyal skeptic, and the seven, the joyful adventurer, these are head types. This just means that this is our our preferred way of knowing, our instinctual centers that are uh, developed. It's our preferred way of knowing. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling and trying to figure out which triad you belong in, so Sunny and I are in this, the head quadrant, right? The five, six, and seven. So what that means is in stress, that might look like monkey mind. You know, we can't maybe sleep as well or we our mind jumps around or we spin our wheels. In, in um, stress, the eight, nine, or one, the gut-oriented type has knee-jerk reactions. Hence the word jerk. They feel like a jerk after they said something they didn't mean to say or it blurts out or, mm-hmm. you know, gut is, gets overactive. And the heart types, two, three, and four, givers, effective types, and the unique or individualist, the romantic, the creative types, 
they are heart types and they get in stress, it looks like drama. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's called you a drama queen in the past and many times, or that's something you have to own, then you know you look at those things and you'll be able, if you're confused, ask yourself, when I'm in stress, when I get disconnected, do, does my heart go on overdrive and I get drama going? Does my head get on overdrive and I get this monkey mind stuff and can't shut it down going? Or do I get these knee-jerk reactions going? Mm-hmm. Because well, yeah. I imagine too, Rosemary, would it be true? And, and I think because everything kind of in, in all of the things we look at on an intuitive level and a spiritual level, they're all interconnected. So astrology is connected yeah. and, and the, the, the I Ching is connected and the, everything is connected. It just tells it in different forms, different ways. The, the, and so I would imagine that one of the things that you, you could notice, like when you've got the head, the heart and the gut is also that that's likely where you um, manifest ill. So if it's stress yeah. in those areas, you probably manifest illness in those areas. Exactly what you're going to say. And and it's it's like this, Sunny, which you know, body, right? Mm-hmm. Gut, mind, spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't want to answer or problem solve until all three of those centers are aligned. Right. For sure. So, you know, if somebody is on fire emotionally, obviously women have always been told to think, which is kind of a not such a nice thing to say to women. But in any event, it's not just think it through. Uh-huh when your heart's on fire, but go into that gut and say, is that, is that the answer that I, is that the, am I getting the same answer in my gut that I'm getting in my head? Yeah, I am. And, but my heart's giving me a different answer. Well, don't solve the problem until you align until you right. the answers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big believer in not making a decision until you feel like you're in alignment. I think it's, it's interesting for those of you um, that might have this. So for me, uh, number one, I'm an Aries and I'm um, on the front end of an Aries. So I'm at the very beginning, the hair Aries is ruled by the head. Then I've got um, a lot of, in my human design, I got a lot of stuff. I've got my open Whatever it is, my head is open. So then there's a lot of energy that happens there. And then um, on the Enneagram, obviously, seven is head. And so I have to... Your numerology probably is seven. or Is your numerology seven or eight? No, I'm an eight. I'm an eight in numerology. Yeah. So, so my head is very, is, is, is affected in all these different areas. Everything points back to the head. And so my work is number one. Uh, when I'm stressed, what I get, or when I'm even just out of alignment, I get migraines. Um, and the second thing is that I always have to work very, I have to be very mindful to not, not let my head run things. Um, so always getting in alignment with my spirit, my emotions and my body. And so I think for many of us, you can start to see it show up in all these different areas and it's just signaling. It's just saying the same thing in a different language that says, okay, you've got, you have to be very um, um, uh, honoring of the alignment so that then you can make a decision from a clear place. A balanced place, a place of balance is the key to power, to spiritual power. Power isn't the key to power. You know, I read this beautiful thing that Brene Brown was interviewing um, a gal and it's not Brene Brown's uh, quote, it's hers, but it's on my Facebook page. And it says something about consistency is the real growth work, not intensity. Mm -hmm. Intensity steals the limelight. Sure. Yeah. About that 
balance 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 is the key to power balance is the key to spiritual power power isn't the key to power but balance is the key to power mm -hmm. it's an old cliche but we can draw on it you know yeah 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 commitment and consistency for sure for sure so um so i have a gal that says where do earth angels fit into this <laughs> uh, that would be your you well <laughs> you go on that one well i i think i think what what we're what we're talking about is Earth angels, when we talk about what an earth angel is, is somebody that tends to be ruled by their heart um, in literally to where sometimes they can't actually hear um, the other the other aspects of ourselves. And again, it comes back to getting into alignment because earth angels can be beautiful souls that, that help serve and support so many people in the world, but generally don't serve and support themselves. So my guess would be that most earth, most earth angels are going to fall under that too. Um, and so you can have people like, as you were reading, I'm like, my mom is for sure too. And she's a beautiful soul and earth angel, but she can't, she doesn't know how to take that time for herself, but she'll do it for a hundred people all at once. Right. So, um, so my dad too. And he was incredibly wonderful, wrote us poems and songs because twos receive when they're safe and secure and centered from the high side of four, which is the creative, the individualist. So, you know, always try to bring that out in her because I do that with my son too, who, who is a two. And, you know, um, he was cute in college. He came home and he went, he was 21 and he went, mom, I'm ready to do my Enneagram. And I was like, God, one small step for mankind. <laughs> it was just like, but he would, blow up go to that low side of two and give and give and give or get involved with other people's stuff too much sure. and drain his energy and go to the low side of eight and blow up yeah. and met his sisters and when they were not you know whatever they'd have fights about who put what in the bathroom and towels on the floor and all that and i was just like you need to go to the health club and you know and knock some of that out and get your creative resources back because that's where when he's safe and when he's centered he was just so creative and so in touch with all of that mm -hmm. so your mother my dad christopher my son become these wellsprings of love and they can use the creative no sure to their codependent stuff sure sure absolutely okay so so um they can go to the website spirit driven living and they can get one of the just general charts for free or they can get um, a session with you um, that they can book if they want to do that and then they could also read your book guys so there's lots of options can i show it yep yeah who you are meant to be the enneagram effect and it's on kindle for $4.99 and I promise you it'll be a really good investment in your own emotional health and your relationships and your relationships because with others because you're working on the foundational relationship the one with yourself so um and if you like a paperback it's on there that way too and the quiz is in the back of the book too yep. the, the long-term quiz like the long one yeah and well, no the easy one okay the simple one okay good good I have to sign up for a session but I have songs too so your your and my song or any seven songs are what a wonderful world by Louis Armstrong, and type nine the peaceful mediator it's not easy being green by Kermit, and type four the original romantic imagine by John Lennon, um, the five the wise observer say what you need to say by John Mayer. So anyway, those are kind of fun and you get a sense of what each type. 
goes through and the lens that they look out of by just looking at the songs. That's sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so thank you for that, Rosemary. It's all fascinating. And I think, you know, a lot of things that I try to bring to off the cuff are just new tools to give you information mm -hmm. to help you and to support you in expanding your own knowledge and wisdom in, in, in this physical journey that we're on. We're not just in this 3D world. There's so much that affects us that is not just in that you can see. So, you know, rising above and recognizing why we do some of the things we do can help you to, 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 to make the changes that, um, that you may want to make. Not that you have to make, but that you may want to make. And understanding why you do the things you do oftentimes help with that. So thank you so much for that. Now, um, Rosemary, what we do on Off the Cuff is I also ask some Off the Cuff questions. Right. That have nothing to do with that. They're just fun, playful Love it. questions. Love it. Okay? I should have a coffee. All right. So question is, um, what was your first job, Rosemary? I picked strawberries at, uh, meaning clean strawberries, at a bakery for the oh. line. <laughs> okay, cool. That's got to be cool. I took the greens off the strawberries. Like yep. Well, I did that myself when I worked at my dad's fast food restaurant a lot. So for the shakes. So I understand that work right there. Okay. If you could have a billboard anywhere in the world, what would it say and where would it be? Mm. Well, I would start with the United States because it's my home. And I would say something to the effect of, um, May all leaders of countries, you know, care enough to do their own inner work. That's it. Mm. You know, because when I, I got, I, I thought to myself, when not to get political or anything, but I just, certain politicians made me want to go like, why don't you want to clean your own, you know, and this is my low side of one coming up the righteous, you know, thing. But why don't you want to clean your own windshield? Like, why do you want to live in this cloudy windshield? Why do you, or the lens that you look out of, why do you want it to be so cloudy? Why don't you want to clear it by doing some inner work so that you can stop projecting all your crap onto everybody else? That's, you know, so there's a very a passionate uh person in here that wants to work that does work with individuals but i would like to work with leaders i mean because i don't think they all do their work well i i think that that's true of humanity lots yeah. of people don't do their work they just um cast their stones yeah yeah for that's sure such an important place every person's important but when you have responsibility for so much then you know there's so much that when so much has been given to you, so much you need to give to others kind of thing. Sure, sure. Okay, do you have um, one item that you absolutely love that you could not live without? And if so, what is that? Is it an item or a, like a thing, like an animal? Item, not, not an, we, we, we couldn't live without our animals and our kids, so. Yeah, so non-material, non uh, I mean, a, a material thing. Correct. Oh, probably f photographs. Mm. Photographs of my 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 tribe, my loved ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, I if the house was on fire, that's what I'd run for. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love that. I love it. Okay. And so when you um, think about uh, what you want to do in the next five years, Rosemary, what's three things that are on your bucket list? I would. I have two books that Dale and I were just in line today getting our second um, COVID shots. And I said, oh, I got to get these books written because I really want... Um, to write about the pandemic and the spiritual gifts that I can, that I've already seen coming from it. And so there's, there's one there. And then there's another one because I think um, we're all resourceful and I think we've got it. So I want to write a book called remembering our resourcefulness and then talk about what that means, you know, in a spiritual context. And I just want to keep growing my work. I mean, everything was interrupted with this. I had four, I had this book coming out. I had a bunch of, you know, uh, book signings and such. And, um, you know, I always get clients from my group things. And so I did sort of pivot to virtual, but it took a little while. Not everybody had the resources to, or they didn't, they had to develop the resources to um, go virtually. So it's coming back, but I, I want to grow that a little bit more. Um, it had a little bit of a downward spiral and, um, you know, normally I have a workshop a month and I have about eight clients at a time and I want, I'm a little, I'm, I'm still on that workshop, but I'm a little lower on clients. Mm -hmm. So I'm, um, I'm here for anybody who wants to do their work. Yeah. Learn more about it and expand. Awesome. Awesome. All right, my friend. So for all of you, again, Spirit Driven Living is the name of her website, Rosemary Hurwitz. Thank you so much, sister. It was great to learn. It was great to be reminded, too, because I did do that Enneagram. I think it was like literally eight or 10 years ago. And and it, it still fits. Still fits. Joyful adventure. That's me. I'm on adventure. This whole journey is an adventure to me. So, Oh, Sunny, I'll send you the book. I'll get it. Your, you know, the sunlight sunlight alliance address and send it and you guys can um take a peek at your own types and learn a little bit more about each other too i think it'll be great for your team awesome okay thank you my friend thanks everyone for joining have a great rest of your day see you tomorrow 1 11 p.m pacific time right here every day off the cuff thanks guys thank you sunny thank you so much for listening to off the cuff with sdj If you gained some knowledge, if you felt a connection, if you got some ahas or insight into this thing we call life, if you feel like you're a little more elevated than you were before you listened to this podcast, then please subscribe to this podcast. And if you're already signed up, please rate and review it. I'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to get more information about me and what I have to offer, go to my website, Sunny Don Johnston. That's with a T. Thanks so much, my friend, and I hope to see you next week.